Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, good to have you with us. Hour number two of three on this Thursday afternoon. Ross Tucker will join us coming up next hour. He'll be on the call for Westwood One. Of the AFC title game in Baltimore for the Kansas City Chiefs and the Baltimore Ravens. Of course, the NFC title game is at 6.30. I think that's the kick for San Francisco and Detroit as they face uh, each other for the NFC crown. Um, and, of course, we sit here. As some of these head coaching positions close now with the Carolina Panthers reportedly agreeing to hire Dave Canales, the former Seattle assistant, Tampa Bay Buccaneers offensive coordinator for a year, and now Carolina Panthers new head coach. And of course, Jim Harbaugh last night right after we got off the air agreeing to terms with the L.A. Chargers, as was expected. Uh, so you have Jim Harbaugh doing that. You have Dave Canales uh, doing that. We um, we can't get Solly? Okay. All right. So uh, I'll I tell you what we're we're going to do. Um, okay. We'll go to, we'll go to Solly, right? Uh, we can do that. Okay. Just want to make sure, and then we'll figure out the other component. Joining us right now, um, on behalf of our friends at Macy, which uh, does amazing, amazing work, if you're struggling with knee pain, and cartilage issues uh, and need repair. Uh, Solomon Wilcots has been involved with Macy and has told us about this the last couple of Super Bowls, and now we get an extra bonus. We get him before the conference championships uh, so we can talk to him about not only what they're doing, the great work that they're doing at Macy to help you guys out, but also uh, to be able to pick his brain about the AFC and NFC title game. Solomon, it's Chris Russell here in D.C. Great to have you on uh, with us as always. How are you, my friend? Chris, I'm doing great, and uh, it's also good to be on with you. Absolutely. Appreciate you. And uh, we'll get Chris uh, as soon as we can here. We're just having some technical issues. Uh, but uh, I mentioned Macy, obviously. You and I have you know, uh, paired up for the last couple of Super Bowls. And uh, through our, our pal Matt, we get you on earlier this year, so I appreciate uh, that. And, and, and just for those that are, are unaware – uh, Macy, I mean, so many people, I, I know Solomon, I, you know, coming downstairs every morning, my knees, oh, like I got to go slow, man, because I'm 50 and, you know, I'm carrying too much weight and whatever, you know, and I feel it every Macy is a pretty darn cool product. That's helping a lot of people out, isn't it? Absolutely. Chris, and look, roughly 12 million people visit the doctor's office each and every year complaining about some form of knee pain and about half of those have some form of damaged cartilage. And, you know, we're here to tell you about Macy, which is a procedure that many doctors are now using. It's FDA approved. It's been um, available for treatment for patients for well over five years. And we have many patients who've come back with phenomenal stories on how they um, can literally regrow your cartilage using your own stem cells, using your own tissue. Um, and they go back in and they reinsert it. And it keeps you from wearing down to becoming bone on bone. And mm -hmm. as you well know, if you get to that point, 
sooner or later you're going to need knee replacement, knee replacement. surgery. So this is an innovative treatment, really is. And it's not just for older people or maybe out of shape, overweight people. Uh, I know you have Chris, one of the Macy Macy patients, uh, and he's on the line as well uh, with us. And, and Chris, I assume you can uh, hear me okay and uh, welcome aboard. I mean, you're a Macy patient, so Solomon was just sharing with us about what Macy does. What did Macy do for you? Hey there, how you doing? Can you hear me okay? Yep, we got you. Okay, great. I got you loud and clear. Yeah, so uh, yeah, Macy was a life changer for me. Um, I was in my, my mid-20s, and my knee pain was, was so bad. I had bone on bone, and the, and the bruising that went along with that, uh, to your point earlier, going down the stairs was, mm-hmm. was challenging. I had to go down sideways. Mm-hmm. Uh, some days it was so bad I'd have to uh, use a cane or, or use crutches. Uh, again, in my, in my mid-20s, um, having, having destroyed the cartilage in the military and through, uh, some aggressive weight training. And, and, uh, I, I was at the point where I couldn't keep up with anybody around me. I couldn't, uh, do the things I love to do. I couldn't go run, couldn't do a pickup basketball game, nothing like that. And, uh, after, after two years, uh, post Macy surgery, uh, I was, I was pain-free and I was able to do everything I did before. And now I'm 36 years old. And uh, I'm, I'm serving in the Army again oh, man. and feeling great. Well, thank you for your service, number one. That's an incredible story, uh, obviously. And so, again, it just proves you don't have to be old. You don't have to be out of shape. You know, Chris, obvi- I mean, I'm seeing a picture of you, Chris. I mean, you, I mean, my God, am I jealous. Uh, you know, <laughs> like, I, I mean, I wish I could look that good. But, like you know, like you said, you had to overcome a lot, and now it's allowing you to further serve our country. So uh, glad to have you guys uh, both with us. You can check out more at Macy.com. That's M-A-C-I.com, Macy.com, for more information. Um all right, so Solomon, I wanted to, if you, if you don't mind, if, if we can, um, you know, get your thoughts, uh, of course, on the matters at hand on the football field uh, this Sunday before we get, of course, to the Super Bowl and Las Vegas. Uh, AFC Championship, not too far up the road from me, about 35 miles at uh, M&T Bank Stadium in Baltimore. It's the first time Baltimore has hosted uh, a conference championship game, I think, since 1971. You know the crowd's going to be juiced. The thing that I keep thinking about, uh, Solomon, that I want your perspective on is Lamar, who struggled with lower leg injuries the last two years, had to miss 13 games. Not only has he developed as a passer, but he's been able to stay completely healthy and on the field this year. How important do you think that has been to the Ravens' rise to the AFC Championship? Oh, it's meant everything. Uh, when you think about it, uh, the Baltimore Ravens win – Lamar Jackson is under center as their starting quarterback. They've won 75% of their regular season games since he uh, was drafted in 2018. Uh, that's three out of four games. He wins at an enormous rate. Just unfortunately, he's going up against a quarterback in Patrick Mahomes. And since he became the full-time starter in 2018 over the last six years, um, the Kansas City Chiefs have won 80% of their regular season games and gone to the championship game in the AFC for the sixth straight year. So these two quarterbacks know how to manage games and moments within those games uh, at a tremendously high level. They protect the ball. They finish off drives in the end zone or at least getting a field goal. And they don't turn it over a whole lot. But you're right. It's about staying healthy. But when they're healthy, they win. Solomon Wilcots with us on behalf of Macy, M-A-C-I dot com. You can follow him on Twitter and X at Solomon's Wisdom, at Solomon's Wisdom uh, on Twitter or X. Um, And and obviously I I, kind of tried to, you know, join that in because like that was one of my main hesitancies with Lamar when he was a free agent last year. He was having all the contract issues with the Ravens, and it was looking like he might not come back. And people are like, why isn't Washington, why isn't Atlanta going? Because I didn't know if he could stay healthy, quite honestly, and yet he has. And they've also improved that offense in a number of other ways by adding Odell, by adding Zay Flowers. Isaiah likely has emerged. Um, their offensive line is really, really good. They've bolstered that over the uh, last couple of years because that got a little wonky a couple of years ago. And they added um, uh, the, the the offensive coordinator in Todd Munkin, who had NFL experience but obviously had been at Georgia. Which do you attribute maybe overall and most 
to the Ravens' success in terms of why they're so different or why they're better this year, besides Lamar? Well, I think you hit it um, really because it is the answer to that question is all of the above. Mm. It is a Todd Monken coming in and uh, giving an offensive system that says, look, we're going to get you playing from the pocket. We're going to teach you about the progressions that are going to be needed, which he had some understanding of. But this offense, uh, I think, was just more highly elevated than what he played in last year under Greg Roman over the last few years. So the system has helped the talent around him. You add an Odell Beckham Jr., you add a Zay Flowers, mm-hmm. Rashad Bateman now another year experience. Isaiah Likely, another year experience in his second season. And even if Mark Andrews goes down, they're getting production out of the tight end position. So there's no doubt the talent around him has elevated far beyond what he's had over the last uh, four to five years. And now he's become more experienced in terms of his elusiveness. He's using that to buy time for receivers to uncover and get open as opposed to buying uh, as opposed to taking off and running as soon as he's able to escape uh, the rush or extend the pass play. He's become more judicious, I think a better decision maker. He's much more disciplined and more patient Mm -hmm. as a quarterback. And those things, typically when you get quarterbacks to their sixth and seventh season as a starting quarterback, that's where you see it elevate. And it's happened for him. The game has slowed down. He doesn't allow defenders to get their hands on him. So now he's going to be prone to stay healthy more so than than get hurt. He understands. Don't let them touch you. (laughs) And if they don't touch you, they can't hurt you. Right. And uh, he's using that elusiveness to be a better passer as opposed to being a better runner. For the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, you know, the question I have is, A, they're banged up in some key spots. Joe Tooney along the offensive line, not looking like he's going to play, but not ruled out. Willie Gay practiced on a limited basis yesterday. He's going to be key in terms of of trying to keep and mirror uh, Lamar and keep him under control. Uh, I guess we'll have to find out more about that, but... Do you worry, Solomon, that Kansas City unloaded the barrel, if you will, in Bo- in Buffalo just to squeak by the Bills and might not have as much gas left in the tank for what they're going to need? Again, a team that's really, really good on all three phases, meaning the Ravens. No, you know what? Listen, I, you know, Nick Allegretti, he is a, he's the guard that would replace Joe Tooney. Mm-hmm. And look, Joe's a... Uh, all-pro player, he's a Pro Bowl player. If he's out, they're going to miss him. But Allegretti, he, remember, he was on that team that went to a Super Bowl when they lost to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. He's, so he's played a lot. He really has. And, look, I think they were just scratching the surface in terms of getting the wide receivers integrated within the offense. Uh, Rache Rice is a guy that's, I think, more experienced. Um, you got Justin Watson, who we know can make plays. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantlin is now playing better, right? And and uh, now Travis Kelsey is healthy. So, no, I, I, look, I don't think they were limping out of out of Buffalo when they left. I think it went a long way into adding to the confidence of some young guys who are now starting to contribute to the success of the team, whereas before they were kind of leaning on the shield, leaning on some others. Mm-hmm. Now they become a part of the process. And I – I just think they are a tried and true champion team. When you have gone to six straight AFC title games, you've gone to four Super Bowls in the last three years, and that look, that's that's high stuff right there. So they from the neck up, they check all the boxes. It's about being able to go into M&T Bank Stadium and handle the energy that you know you're going to get from that crowd and and from the Baltimore Ravens as a team. Solomon Wilcox with us and patient Chris on behalf of Macy. Again, check out more at Macy, M-A-C-I dot com for knee cartilage repair uh, therapy. Um, Great service. Uh, And, you know, again, uh, it doesn't matter whether you're young, old, in shape, not in shape. Uh, Everybody has some sort of knee pain and cartilage issues and whatnot. Uh, So uh, make sure you check out Macy. Uh, dot com. I, I did want to ask you this, uh, Solomon, while we have you, that you know we we had Eric Bieniemy here as the offense coordinator, assistant head coach, and obviously the year did not turn out well for the Commanders in any way. Do you think the Chiefs, as some speculated wondered, really missed Bieniemy this year in terms of that that bulldog kick ass type? 
you know, disciplinarian, if you will, or do you think that was maybe an overrated perspective as to why they struggled a little bit, especially on offense? I think, I think listen, I don't think you have to be in the building to even understand that yes is the answer to that question. Mm-hmm. So what did you hear early on when Ron Rivera says, yeah, some of the players are complaining that he's a little too hard on them. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? You know, Eric couldn't do all things with the commanders, but they were more disciplined on offense. They were more explosive on offense. They hung in games. Now, if the defense would have showed up, I think the commanders would have won more games. But what Eric did for the Chiefs, and as you saw the Chiefs here lately now getting back to the run game, sticking with it as a way to help your offensive line, as a way of helping the receivers down the field to get greater separation. More importantly, Mm -hmm. Kadarius Toney's not standing offside (laughs) at the snap of the play. Yeah, that helps. Eric Bieniemy takes care of these details, his intensity. And look, players don't like when you get into their behind over little things. But if you take care of the little things, the big things take care of themselves. And the players may not like it, like having that – college professor that you probably hate it because they rode your behind Mm -hmm. incessantly, but ultimately they made you better, right? They make you better. And that's what Eric Bieniemy did for many of the players there. They know that. I mean, Tyreek Hill has spoken about it. Travis Kelsey has spoken about it. Pat Mahomes has spoken about it. And I think it took them a while to find out who's the bad cop because it ain't going to be Andy. And if Andy has to be the bad cop, what are all the other assistants doing? You see? Point. So eventually, once that narrative started getting out, I do think the assistant coaches say, hey, man, we better get on our jobs because there's going to be some guys aren't here when it's all said and done. And I do think they started to go back and dot the I's and cross the T's. That maybe they should have did when they were in training camp in the absence of Eric Bieniemy, who, oh, by the way, his five years as coordinator with the Chiefs, five straight AFC championship games. That's, that's all he did in his five years of helping to call and design plays and coordinate the offense. More than fair. Uh, And he had, uh, of course, head coaching interview opportunity here with the commanders. We'll see what happens uh, with that. But the hot candidate, I guess for everybody, but specifically here in Washington, is Ben Johnson, the 37-year-old offensive coordinator, rather, uh, for the Detroit Lions. Solomon, when you watch the Lions, are they a byproduct of Ben Johnson's offensive play and design, or are they a byproduct of their talent and what I attribute their most important asset, which is their offensive line? How do you or how do you break that down? And I know you got to give credit to everybody, but if you had to say the offensive DNA, if you will, of the Lions is this, it, it, the reason for their success is this, what would you say? Well, it starts with their head coach because he gives them a purpose and an energy that says we are going to be physical. Now, you can't accomplish that if you don't have a component to make that happen. Mm-hmm. It starts with three first-round picks on your offensive line, which for whatever reason, since they started playing football, going all the way back to the last century and before that, touchdowns follow blocking and not the other way around. Mm. So whether it's Taylor Decker, Frank Ragnall, and Panay Sewell, Three first-round picks on the offensive line. Pretty good. Whenever you find me a team that's got that many top draft picks on their offensive line, I'm going to show you a team that's digging people out in the run game, that's protecting the quarterback, and now everything else can flourish from there. So I'm pointing to the offensive line as the biggest reason for their production, but that's why they've had nine games this season where they've scored 30 points or more, three games where they had 40 or more points. Yeah, I mean, to me, it's the, everything kind of is built off of the offensive line, so I'm glad we're in agreement. What do you think of Johnson as a head coaching candidate specifically? I mean, we know he's a great play designer. We know he uses shifts and motions. I mean, we can all see that. But you as a former player and a longtime analyst and, you know, a, a guy that might not just be into fancy play design, do you think Ben Johnson is the next head coaching superstar? I, well, I don't, I don't. Give me anybody superstar stuff till they get it done. Even when right. Dan Campbell took that job, we knew we felt he would be good. We felt you know you need some things to fall in the play. They they won four of their first twenty five games there as a staff. So nobody's a superstar. It takes a lot of ingredients, a lot of components. These aren't simple answers. I wish I could tell you yeah. it's this, and then get off the phone, <laughs> right? 
But no, it's, it's so much more than that. He has clearly demonstrated that he can pl- call plays, design plays, help the quarterback like Jared Goff to improve above and beyond where he was prior to coming to Detroit when he was with the L.A. Rams. It's, it's a lot of different things. He's got rookie players that he's been able to infuse in the offense like Jameer Gibbs and Sam Laporte. He's proving a lot of things as each game goes by this season, as each year that he's a play caller. And the shifts in the motion are done to do a lot of different things. We don't have enough time for me to explain that, but the fact that he incorporates it in his offense tells me he's operating at a very high level. The fact that he can score points um, uh, every single week, uh, even against some of the best defenses, tell me that he's operating at a very high level. So, no, I think he's worthy of these interviews. He's worthy of the opportunity. And now you never know how a guy is going to lead a team right. until they, guess what, are leading a team. Right. So, like we, you didn't know if Dan Campbell could do all that until he was given the opportunity. Right. And I think we all understand that's what opportunity is. It's a chance to succeed or fail on your own merit. That's, that's fair, and I think that's all anyone could ask. Uh, one last quick one for you, Solomon, if you don't mind. Uh, is Brock Purdy a system quarterback, or does he make the San Francisco system better than I, I guess it would be certainly without him? If that's not too weird of a way to ask. Well, first of all, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you Exhibit A, and I'm gonna give you Exhibit B. Mm-hmm. Um, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, uh, and George Kittle. They were all there under um, Jimmy Garoppolo, mm-hmm. and it was, and it never looked this good. Correct. They were there under a third overall pick in Trey Lance, and it never looked this good. Correct. In fact, he broke single-season records, once owned by Steve Young and once owned by uh, Joe Montana. Okay? So the offense, even under those guys, never looked this good. And we know who they had. They had Jerry Rice. They had John Taylor. They had Roger Craig. So give the man credit for what he deserves. With the same guys around him, other quarterbacks could not achieve this. And he has. Okay? Just come off the draft grade. And watch watch athletes when they play. They he gets it done. It ain't about draft grades; about his performance. And right now, he's performing as well as any San Francisco 49er quarterback ever, ever. I love it. I love it. That's exactly how I was hoping you would answer that question, but it sounds better coming from Solomon Wilcots, uh, who, of course, played in the Super Bowl and a longtime NFL player and great NFL analyst on behalf of Macy and Chris, uh, who's serving our country once again, who is a Macy patient. He was with us uh, as well earlier. Uh, Gentlemen, thank you so much for your time. Uh, You're doing great work with Macy. Uh, I'm certainly going to, you know, check it out because my knees get worse as I get uh, older and, 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 and not in the gym enough. But I appreciate you guys both being with us. Uh, enjoy the games this Sunday. Chris, keep up the good work. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you both. Solomon Wilcots and, of course, Chris, a patient ambassador for Macy. Go check them out at maci.com. Macy.com. All right. Some good stuff there on Ben Johnson, on Brock Purdy. Uh, let's keep the NFL conversation going. When we make the turn for 2.30 here, we'll get back on track. We have Ross Tucker coming up uh, in the middle of the 3 o'clock hour. He'll be on the call of the Ravens uh, and the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC Championship, so obviously we'll do more on that. But, of course, we'll talk about the commander's head coaching job and every other uh, head coaching situation we never even got to Harbaugh and Canales uh, with Sally uh, there. So we'll do all that in the 3 o'clock hour, but your call's coming up right here, right now. 301-230-0980 on the Team 980 in the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, good to have you with us. 2.31 and change on a Thursday afternoon in the nation's capital. Thanks again to Solomon Wilcots and his colleague Chris on behalf of Macy for joining us. And you heard what Sally had to say about Brock Purdy. And let's start there. First of all, I guess during the uh, break that we had, I, I, I was listening to, um, to ESPN. I think it's Nick Wagoner. I think that's how you say his name. Uh, He's like, you know, one of their ESPN team colleagues or uh, whatever. You know, basically what Kime is. I think he covers uh, the 49ers full time. Uh, And he was saying that a team source had told him that Debo Samuel was expected to do more, more today in practice than he did yesterday. Uh, which was, he was very, very, very limited uh, yesterday. So that's a really good sign for the 49ers and for Brock Purdy. I would just say this. Listen, I understand the absolute wrong, and I mean wrong, mentality that Scheme and systems solely and exclusively and primarily, maybe not solely and exclusively, but primarily, make a good offense. I'm sorry. I'm just not cut out that way. I never will be. Uh, I'm going to ask Ross Tucker about this because Ross feels that Brock Purdy is a system quarterback, if I understood his tweet right, so I want him to be able to explain it and clarify it. Ross explained that on Twitter, but again, we'll have him on the show next hour, so I want him to explain that. But I am not in any way, shape... Now, again, there are people that feel very strongly that I'm an idiot, okay? And they think coaching, and they think scheme, and play calling, and structure is the only thing that matters. And the most important thing, and I'm sorry, I will never feel like that. I, I just... Maybe it's a fatal flaw on my end. You guys can hate me for it. You guys can think I'm an idiot. I'm not saying that coaching doesn't matter. What I'm saying is coaching system, scheme, play calling doesn't matter as much as, in any way, shape, or form, as much as player performance, player talent, player procurement, roster management, that type of thing. Just like motivation and leadership, which we've talked about, obviously, based on what Adam Peters says privately and publicly, what he's looking for is a leader. We have people. I'm looking for leaders. We need leadership. That's what he's told you. That's what he's told people privately. 
I think that's important, but I don't think that's the end-all, be-all. Just because you have great leadership doesn't mean you're going to win consistently or play consistently in this league. So, again, this might be a fundamental and fatal flaw of mine that is so different than what you guys all believe or many of you believe. And I know why you believe it, because you're told to believe it. You know, you listen to Troy Aikman. You listen to Tony Romo. And I'm so disappointed every chance I get to listen to those guys. I'm so disappointed. Not only are they, A, not that good. B, they're sitting there telling you how coaching, you know, uh, a team can put up 38 points and the quarterback throws for 375. The running back just slices and dices through tunnels like the Holland Tunnel in New York. And they're going to tell you how Norv Turner designed some great scheme. Or Ben Johnson designed some unbelievable scheme that just hoodwinked one of the best defenses in the league. Come here, Ben. Put your ass cheeks right in front of my face. Wait, who would say that? Would somebody actually say that? I mean, maybe maybe that's Troy Aikman. I don't know. Who did the Lions game last week? Was that Chris Collinsworth? I think it was Chris Collinsworth. Greg Olson. Uh, oh, Greg. Oh, Greg Olson. Oh, I mean, woof, man. Another one of these guys. Yeah. I, I mean, again, Woo! I've never seen more former players not give credit to the players and give all the credit to the offensive design. Take it easy. Exactly, doggy. Now, Doggy, if he had any clue, which he probably doesn't, would understand, would understand that the reason for the 49ers' success, okay, yes, Kyle Shanahan's scheme is great. Nobody would question that. Yes, Kyle Shanahan is one of the best play callers in all the land. Again, I worked with Kyle Shanahan for four years. You guys all told me he was a... Uh, uh, you all told me he was an idiot, uh, a moron, had no idea what he was doing. Uh, if he was any good, they would have won more than 26 games, all this stuff. I, I would always tell you, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Kyle's great. Kyle is great. But I can't sit here and tell you on the radio or on Twitter or on X that Kyle Shanahan is more important to the San Francisco 49ers offense than Brock Purdy is. Or that Trent Williams is. Or that Debo Samuel is. Or Christian McCaffrey is. Or George Kittle is. Or Brandon Ayuk is. I just gave you five or six guys that I think are more important than Kyle Shanahan. So either I'm a dum-dum... And I'm the only one that feels like this, or I'm right. Let me tell you this. Take out Brock Purdy this Sunday. Hell, we got this. Last year in the NFC Championship game, Brock Purdy was hurt early in Philadelphia. What was it, second series? San Francisco, yes, of course, they went through like three other quarterbacks in that game. But they were done. They had no chance None without Brock Purdy. It didn't matter who the play caller was. It didn't matter what the system was. It didn't matter what the scheme is. The only thing that matters for the San Francisco 49ers on offense Sunday night against the Lions, a defense that you should be able to move the football against, should be able to throw against a little bit, the only thing that matters is player execution. Because when Brock Purdy plays like he did on Christmas night against the Ravens, when Brock Purdy plays like he did for, let's call it, three quarters of the game on Saturday night in the rain at Levi's, when Brock Purdy plays like he did in the first half of the divisional playoff round, uh, wild card round, sorry, 
wild card round last year against the Seattle Seahawks. The 49ers suck. It doesn't matter what the system is. It doesn't matter that old cousin Kyle is dialing up, you know, XY Jet 3382 on three hustle, code, fly, commando, screw Dan Snyder, and Robert Griffin on two. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter one ounce. It's about player execution. If Brock Purdy is better than he was last Saturday night, with the exception of a couple of laser throws and that final drive, if Brock Purdy is better than he was on Saturday night, the San Francisco 49ers are going to win this game, period. Period. Now, I won't know until we get to Sunday night. I have a feeling that Joe Barry's defense, you know, and everybody hates Joe Barry, was better than and is better than the Detroit Lions defense, A, because they've got more talent, and that's the number one thing. If you don't have the talent, you ain't got a shot. And for everybody that's throwing and running around throwing, oh, well, look at what a Jairo Avero did in Carolina. Hey, man, listen, Brian Burns, pretty good, pretty damn good player. They've got a couple other first-round picks on that defense. Let's not act like, you know, let's not act like they have nothing to work with. Again, I'm not here to suggest coaching does not matter. What I am here to suggest is, is that you guys put this fundamental, just nonstop, shove it down my throat, assault on me about how scheme and system and play calling means everything and nothing else matters. And you, I, I'm sorry, you couldn't be further from the truth. You couldn't be further from reality. And I just gave you a couple of examples, and you're going to see it on Saturday night, on Sunday night, and you're going to see it. Uh, you know, again on Sunday, I mean, what if Andy Reid and, and the Kansas City offense, which I know has had its moments this year and struggled at times, but, but, you know, put up 27 points last Sunday against, you know, a Bills defense on the road in the freezing cold. What happens if they're shut down and they score 13 points? You're going to say Andy Reid? Andy Reid's system sucked? Or are you going to say, well, Patrick Mahomes in the offensive line and they didn't have any wide receivers and Kelsey was taken out and, you know, boy, Mike McDonald's awesome. That's what you're going to say. All right, 242, Team 980, your call's coming up. Uh, plus, what did Solomon Wilcott say about Ben Johnson, who's the odds-on favorite to be the commander's next head coach? We'll read that back for you next right here, Team 980 and the Odyssey app. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Right, I was just chatting with uh, Linnell during the break. Man, I you know, this Vince McMahon stuff, he was asking me if I had, had a chance to read. We don't have time to get into it right now. You might hear more about it at the end of the show. My goodness. If any of this is true, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Not a good dude. Not good at all. Um, young, ugly, ugly, ugly. Uh, according to ESPN analytics, we know how reliable they are. The chiefs have a 36% chance of winning Sunday in Baltimore. Um, I think that's about right, actually, because their defense is really good. Chris Jones, Legereus need. We mentioned Willie Gay with Solomon. 
Uh, he's limited in practice. He's going to be able to mirror shadow Lamar if he's on the field, so on and so forth. Um, I worry about the Kansas City offense, even as great as Patrick Mahomes is, as great as Kelsey is. Pacheco's always banged up. He's so physical. I worry that Kansas City is going to be able to generate and sustain enough offense. Buffalo, as good as they are at times defensively, they're also, uh, what's the nicest way I can say this, mind-numbingly stupid. On that first Kelsey touchdown, on the corner route, I think it was the first one. Maybe it was the second one. I can't remember. It's the longer one. I mean, they have one safety on the field, and he's completely shaded on the other side of the field from Kelsey. Where do you think they're going? Where do you think they're going with Kelsey aligned with a wide receiver to the left of Patrick Mahomes? You think there's a really good chance that they're going to go up top to a receiver I, granted, Rasheed Rice is really good, but he's a rookie. And I don't know how much of a vertical, big physical threat he is. He's more of a crosser, you know, and a tactician. And they have a safety lined up all the way on the other side of the field and nobody to help Kelsey and the wide receiver that was lined wide of Kelsey. And I bring this up again because... While everyone runs around celebrating great coaching and great play design and what have you, what I say is this. Somebody in Buffalo screwed up in that particular circumstance. I don't know whether it was the player or the coach or the design. I don't know. I, I, I wish I did, but I don't know. But to me, if you think that Kansas City is going to get those kind of opportunities against Baltimore, not to mention, forget about Mike McDonald and what he did to C.J. Stroud last Saturday and what he's hoodwinked people on all year, okay? And he's befuddled. I mean, he made Ben Johnson, you know, boy wonder Ben, look like he was silly putty earlier this year. Don't look at the numbers. Watch the game. Watch the amount of points that they scored. I'll have more on that tomorrow. Um, I've been in the research lab. Okay? So to me, like Kansas City's got a chance here because they're really good on defense. They've got Patrick Mahomes. They've got Travis Kelsey. Trav. They've got Andy Reid. But they're on the road. I think they climbed too high of a mountain. Last week, hard to do that again. Baltimore probably better in all three phases, offense, defense, and special teams than Kansas City. So while I say yes, Kansas City's got a chance to win this game, and maybe 35% is fair, I don't expect them to. They're going to have to play a way better game than I've seen Kansas City play Outside of maybe the game against Miami in the bitter cold, and even that, they had a big coverage bust on the Tyreek Hill touchdown. Outside of that, they played pretty darn well that night. But there, that hasn't been the case for my uh, for Kansas City a lot this year. So they're going to have to go tap into that well and hope that Lamar and the Ravens play their worst game of the year, I think, or one of their worst games of the year, in order to win this game. All right, let's get you aboard uh, on the show. Uh, again, we'll have Ross Tucker coming up. He'll be on the call for Westwood 1 of the AFC Championship, and, of course, he covers uh, the NFL, so we'll ask about the commanders and the head coaching vacancy and the NFC Championship uh, and everything in between. Let's get to Dean in Gaithersburg uh, here on the Team 980. What's up, Dean? How are you, pal? Russellmania, man. Appreciate you uh, tackling that, that that basketball stuff. I know you don't like to do it all the time, but uh, appreciate <laughs> you doing that, West. No, man. no, no, no. It, it, you know, it's not that I don't like to do it all the time. I mean, it's just, you know, A, football is so dominant, one. And two, you know how this works, Dean, right? I mean, you know, w- w- sometimes we struggle to get 
fans and, and, and people all fired up about teams that actually win. When you lose as much as the Wizards yeah, have lost and are losing, it's almost impossible to get people to really care. Yeah, yeah, I got you because because also the you know the fantasy league it's it, it hip to uh, basketball like it is with the NBA, sure, sure. you know, uh, with the, uh, the NFL like you're saying. Uh, so- Solomon, Solomon is excellent, man. Solomon's kind of kind of just like the Doc Walk the Doc Walker thing, man. Doc Doc Walker, you know, he he gives you that that old school that bang, you know, let you know your cartilage is is is, is still a human being, you know, and even though we're in 2025, you know, it, it's still the same thing, you know. So I'm glad that we got all this extra, you know, uh, you know, you know, uh, technology that's helping the, the medical field. You know, I'm glad you put it on there for us all. You know, the coaching thing, man, is 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 is, is very very important. You know, it's very important, Chris. You know what I mean? You you you're trying to say that you know it's all player. Player 100%. I'm player. not trying to say player 100%. That's where we're going to disagree. And I got to clarify, Dean. What, what I'm saying is it's it's a lot. It's it's a lot of a lot of player execution. I, that is what I'm saying. I'm not saying 100. percent I'm not saying coaching doesn't matter. So I gotta I gotta stand and and defend my ground here. I, I am saying that it's a lot of player execution. Well, look, man, look, look, there's practice that go along with this. There's Debo Samuels with San Francisco and McCaffrey. All right. You're looking at McCaffrey, but you're looking at Debo as a guy. Okay. McCaffrey is making uh, Shanahan stuff work. Okay. And I can appreciate Shanahan because he's just like I said about the coaching pedigree thing. You know, if you're if you're around football and you know football and you smell football, you kind of have a good idea what – what the guys and what the feel of the players are, you know what I'm saying? But if you if you concentrate on just one side of the ball, you 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 get distracted with football. Except that's where when I say uh, Doc Doc Walker and them with the old school stuff, you 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 have to you have to be concentrated on a coach that understands the grass. You know what I'm saying? Like Jim Harbaugh, Jim Jim, Jim he, he he understands the grass. You know, he understood that Stanford and Michigan had some politics, and he dealt with it. He's not the greatest football player either, just like Ron Ron Revere. And we were hoping that Ron could have had some of that 85 Buddy Ryan in him. And, and he played too much politics with us. We understand because we're in the, the DMV. But we got too much talent for Wes Unsell to have a, have a statue out front and for us to be playing the way we play, you know, having uh, uh, Jordan Poole uh, throw shots up like he's Steph Curry. Right, but but Brother, but, but let, let, let me ju- let me jump in on on you on that. Do you think I'm Wes Unsell Jr. or any of the coaches are telling Jordan Poole to to do that or coaching him that way? No, I mean that's Jordan Poole just no, trying no, to be. You just had a player. That's the hardest. That's the hardest sport to coach. Is those egos. That are basketball players. Okay, these dudes are coming from 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 sixth grade, six foot six foot five. They have no bully coming at them. They have no bully coming at them. You know what I'm saying? You know that's the realities of not athleticism. That's what a coach is. A coach is going to regulate all of that. When we play five in this box, or when we play eleven on this field, or when we play on this ice. Or when we play on this diamond, we're going to play a rule. We're going to play a sport, okay? And you're going to do what I tell you to do, Dean. With your athletic Dean, I understand. I understand what you're what what you're trying to get at, okay? But let me ask you this, okay? There's been a million coaches that have come down the pike in whatever sport, in whatever league, and what have you. Uh, some of them are great. Some of them are are awful. Some of them are. Most of them are somewhere in between. What I'm asking you is. If I told you, Dean and Gaithersburg, please do this, do that, do this, do that, uh, and and this and that is obviously I would be more specific than that. And you say, well, well, you know, I, like I'm going to try and do all of that, but I'm going to do one thing really well, right? And, and and the other stuff I'll try, I'll, I'll try and pay attention to, but I can't promise anything. You know, 
That's what I think uh, is missing here, is that everybody thinks whatever the coach says, the players are going to do, and they're going to be able to uh, replicate out on the court, out on the ice, out on the diamond, out on the gridiron. And it doesn't work that way. Well, coach is going to tell them, this is a team. This is not golf. This is not tennis. Yeah. This is not. This is not. Right. This is not the relay but, team. But Dean, okay? every All coach, right. every coach says that. Every coach says that. No. Every coach don't say that. Every coach will do what you're talking about. No. LeBron James. No. Stop. Uh, All right. I I love you, Dean, but we're we're not getting anywhere. That's ridiculous. Every coach is going to tell you work within the team concept. Work within what we're trying to tell you. Every coach. The players don't listen a lot, or they can't apply it. That's it's it's as simple as that. 301-230-0980. More calls coming up, plus Ross Tucker on the call for Westwood One of the AFC Championship next hour. Stay tuned. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.